Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Fashion School Dropout. It's your girl, Brittany Diego. And today we are discussing something that's super important to stylists, which is maintaining relationships with showrooms and showroom etiquette in general. If you don't know, showrooms are the place that we go to get clothing most of the time for free for our photo shoots. In case you're wondering how they're able to lend you clothes for free, it is because they charge designers a fee to have their clothing there at the showroom in hopes of getting it placed in a magazine on a big celebrity or influencer or magazine cover. You kind of get the gist of where I'm going. Anywhere that's going to get them publicity, which in turn will lead them to more sales. That is kind of how the ecosystem works. You know, it's like, I scratch your back thing. And that's the relationship between showrooms and stylists. So they are our best friends. And I always like to describe showrooms. If people haven't heard, if I'm talking to someone and they've never heard of a showroom, I like to describe it as a fashion library. So you go in, you pick out what you need. You know, they got your credit card on file, but they don't charge you unless you slip up, you mess something up really bad. Uh, You bring back clothing that is ripped or smells excessively horrid. And these are actual things that have happened to showroom owners. Through the course of my career, I've built solid friendships and relationships with showroom owners. So, you know, they tell me all the tea of what goes on in these places. I have a pretty good insight as to what they're looking for and what makes them want to say yes when a stylist sends a pull request email asking to borrow clothes. Without further ado, like I said, we're going to be talking about how to maintain good relationships with showrooms because this Listen, I've said it once and I will say it again and again and again until y'all get it. Your reputation is everything in this industry because word of mouth. Everyone talks in this industry. I know the life stories of people who I've never met of stylists and designers and just people within the industry. It is so crazy. So you want to maintain a positive relationship at all times. It might not seem like it, but once you're like in the industry, you realize how unbelievably small it is and how word travels so quickly. So important to maintain a good reputation because honestly, that's all you got as a stylist. Most of the biggest jobs you're going to receive from people who say your name in a room, it's all word of mouth. If you ever wonder how I get jobs with celebrity clients, working for big networks like MTV and the CW and Fox, styling national ad campaigns that you can see when you walk into stores, it is from word of mouth. So someone who I worked with either on a shoot or a test shoot even for the beginning of my career, not to go on too much of a tangent, but We all did test shoots, you know, free shoots when we first start out as stylists. And I urge you to put your best foot forward if you're just starting out because the people that I met back then doing shoots on the free ski, they're the ones referring me to my biggest paid job. So do not sleep on that. You just never know where someone's going to say your name in a room that could catapult your career. All right, back to today's topic. Luckily, it is quite simple to just be a good person, which is really all it takes to maintain good relationships with the showrooms, being a decent person, having common courtesy. But as we all know, common sense ain't that common. So that's why I'm here doing this episode. So I'm going to be discussing a couple of ways that you can just go that extra mile to be remembered in a good, positive light. So starting 
with my first point, which is keeping clothing in good condition. And again, you might be wondering like, duh, like that's basic. I just had a throwback because like when I was a teenager, I had this phase of saying duh to my mom and she was obviously not very happy about that. So I don't think I've said that word since I was like 13 or something. So that just kind of sent me. Anyways, keeping clothing in good conditions. You know those neighborhoods where they had those signs that say drive like your kids live here. In the fashion industry, you need to handle the clothes like they're your kids. You had them in your possession. They are yours for that time being, so you must protect them by all means necessary. So what that means is if you're on a photo shoot and it's 90 degrees and you know, you're doing the shoot in the desert, the model is dripping in sweat. Make sure that you please do not take that garment straight to the showroom and act like nothing happened, like there ain't no funk. You already know. So make sure that you dry clean that garment before you return. Now, one of the things that I used to kind of worry about when I was first starting out styling is if they would say, hey, you need to return this by next Tuesday, I would kind of freak out and make sure that I had everything back. But what you need to understand and what I want you to understand is the showrooms, they would rather you bring something back maybe a couple days later because it was getting dry cleaned as long as you communicate with them. So communication, I cannot say enough about that because I'm not even gonna lie. I used to be scared of the showrooms. I used to be scared to tell them, hey, your clothing didn't get featured in this shoot. I'm sorry. But honestly, I've learned through the years that they do not care. It is a part of the game. They're like, cool, if it gets featured, if it doesn't, then all right, maybe next time, as long as you communicate it to them via email, maybe give them a phone call or however you communicate with that showroom primarily, just let them know, keep them in the loop completely and you will be a-okay with that showroom. So that's one great way to build a relationship with them is to maintain that chain of communication with them because a lot of people don't do that. So make sure if you need to get something dry clean, if you need to take a couple of extra days, then do that. They will appreciate it. So just go to your dry cleaner, you know, spend the $10. It's really not that much. So it's super easy. Take the step and you will stand out to the showrooms because you'd be so surprised how many stylists don't do this. It is such an easy, simple way for you to stand out in the crowd. Now, along with that, I kind of touched on this briefly when, when I was talking about the dry cleaning example, but returning on time is... An understated skill. (laughs) Again, I think I've talked about this before. Maybe not. Maybe it's just in my head. But I am, and I'm getting a little better, but I am no stranger to being a ball of anxiety. So if you tell me something needs to be returned a certain day, I'm gonna make sure that it gets returned maybe the day before or first thing in the morning, that due date. I'm very type A. I need things to be organized. I need things to be, you know, certain way on time. Being a celebrity stylist kind of goes against everything that being a type A person is because you get a lot of last minute opportunities. And I used to freak out and spaz out so much when people would hit me up with like a 24 or 48 hour notice. But honestly, it's just a part of the job. And I absolutely love celebrity styling. So I just kind of deal with it. (laughs) With that said, returning the clothing on time is another way to stay on their good side. If you're constantly returning stuff late, then that is the quickest way to be on their bad side, which is not a place you want to be. Okay. Because when you need something for a project, 
you're going to be hitting these showrooms up. They're going to be like, nope, you decided to return that stuff a week late, two weeks late, more than one occasion. Again, I'm using these examples because these are actual stories and things that have happened to my showroom owner friends. It's real out here. Failing to return your clothes on time is one way for you to screw yourself in this industry. If you say you're going to return on October 3rd, make sure you return on October 3rd, maybe even before that. Of course, again, things happen. Life happens. You want to communicate to the showroom if you can't make it on that due date. Now, of course, you don't want to play this card too many times, but of course, life happens. So maybe you can coordinate another time of return. Maybe you can do a courier service. I know some stylists who have returned stuff in an Uber, like literally calling an Uber with the purpose of putting the garment bag in there and telling them, hey, take it to this location. So there's, you know, there's ways these days. So most places are willing to work with you if you communicate with them. But what you don't want to do is go radio silent and run off into the night with their clothes. That's all bad. All right. So last but not least is you do not want to gossip. Now this should be a given, but it needs to be said over and over and over again. Like I said, the last thing you want to do is be gossiping to the makeup artist about the photographer and his skills, and you find out that they're best friends or that they're cousins. So there goes that relationship and any chance of you working with them ever again or anyone that they know. Like that's literally how the industry works. If you take away anything from this episode, it is word of mouth is everything. Okay, so just resist the temptation to to spill the tea. It will never be in your favor to gossip. And I know right now you might be like, wait, don't you be gossiping with these showrooms? Like, how do you know all this tea? (laughs) So the thing is, yes, they tell me stuff, but I never, like not to make myself sound like I'm perfect or anything, but I mean, you know. But I literally, like, I don't know what it is, if it's my personality or what, but people, not just showroom owners, but people like love to tell me their business. They love to tell me just like their life story and things that they're going through. Like, I don't know what it is, but I just have that kind of personality where people and I swear like the first day they know me they tell me everything like I have no idea what it is but yeah they be telling me stuff but I don't say anything back so that's the little caveat I do not say yes girl and did you hear that someone so like I don't do any of that like I just listen and you know I nod my head (laughs) and like they just keep telling me stuff. It's like word vomits. There it is. Those are my top tips for maintaining positive relationships with showroom. So if you enjoyed this episode and if you learned anything new, go ahead and screenshot this episode. Tag me in your Instagram story. I will repost you. If you have any questions that you want me to cover in a future episode, feel free to DM me or message me about that as well at Brittany Diego on Instagram or at fashionmentor.co on the gram as well. So thanks for listening and I will catch you in the next episode.